everyone. It's Adrian. It's me. It's me. I'm here and I'm sorry I've taken so long to get in here today. I just went down to get my mail because I thought, okay, let me check the mail. For some reason, I had this urge to go down there. And I just saw that I am a win <laughs> winner. I just got back a check from the Rodman versus Safeway escrow account. Obviously, I'm one of the people who got a check. Well, and I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you what happened. Um, years ago, because you know, I've told you guys the story that I, I've, I've over the years have suffered uh, with agoraphobia. And so, um, oh, hold on, let me see if I can get my whole self in here. Okay, so, and the thing about that was that I was making a lot of my purchases through Safeway on online, you know, the online Safeway. And so um, they were, uh, what they would do was like, if you made an order and let's say the order, it was always a minimum of $50, but let's say your order came out to 75. What they would do was somehow magically, maybe 10, 15, $20 of your order didn't show up. And this happened consistently. And I'm glad that I, I actually called and, and bitched about it. I wish I would have bitched about it more because they actually got caught. <laughs> they got caught. They got caught. And there was a, a lawsuit uh, filed against Safeway. And I think it ended up being like $42 million in the judgment. I mean, I had said it even when I was arguing and and complaining about what they were doing. I was like, look, if you were able to steal $25 from, let's say, a thousand online customers a week, that would be $25,000 a week. If you were able to do that to 10,000 people, that would be $250,000 a week. They got sued for 42 million. So imagine how much this was going on. Anyway, I just wanted to share that because I, you know, I didn't think I was going to really get any recompense. Like, I can't believe I actually got a check out of this. So, wow, I'm definitely going to share this story. And so I wanted to make sure I got it. Now, I, I do have a new computer, um, a new computer, excuse me, a new monitor. And I swear, I think I just got my whole head into this this video, which is something I very seldom do. Um, but my daughter had gotten me a, 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 it's just a little bit higher, I think. It sits up on a pedestal higher than my other monitor. And I never could get my whole head into my <laughs> videos. But guess what? My whole head is into this video today. I can't believe it. It's kind of shocking. Um, yeah. Okay, look, I'm seriously behind, but I have a lot of things that I've wanted to do for a long time. I have not done them. And today is the day that we're going to do these things. Okay, or at least some of them. We're going to get some things done. Um, but before I do that, I, I <laughs> there's always something, right? So today, I was reading or one of the ladies in black women promote uh promoted or shared a link i think it was her about uh tried and true business ideas like how people are actually making money from home the tried and true things that people are doing that are actually making money from home and so there is a list 
And I have compiled that list of the top 25 ways that a person can make money from home. Um, there are some links and stuff like that. So if anyone wants that, just let me know. But at this point, I'm going to just read off the list because I feel like many of us have tried this or several of these things and maybe they didn't work out. And so we went off to do something else or we got involved in someone else's program or, you know, something of that effect. And we never pursued the things that seem to be making big time money for many people. So here are, <laughs> I have to, by the way, I have to fix how I'm doing things because I've tried a lot of these things and I've not made all the money. So number one, blogging, blogging. I have several blog sites. I do not upload my blog information regularly enough. And that is something I'm going to change because there are people who are making thousands of dollars in their blog from their blogs every month. And um, I don't know exactly what I'm doing wrong, but someone help me so that I can get the money. Okay, two, affiliate marketing. See, I already knew about affiliate marketing. I just never did it well. Affiliate marketing, just like eBay marketing or, or the Amazon. Now this is the FBA, but I'm gonna to get to that later. But to me, if unless you um, can have a lot of uh, traffic, I, at least that's what I thought. How are you? I mean, if no one sees your affiliate marketing, anyway, that was my big problem because I, I, I just wasn't promoting well. Number three is freelance writing. Freelance writing is similar to blogging, but with freelance writing, you're writing your stories and articles and all that kind of stuff for other people. And so, and of course, you know, selling your articles to magazines, companies and things like that. So freelance writing is number three. Those are the top three. One, blogging. Two, affiliate marketing. Three, freelance writing. Amazingly, number four is proofreader. Proofreader? What? I never imagined. So if you're really good at proofreading, I'm not sure I am, but man, what a job, right? They get paid very well. Number four is proofreader. Number five, bookkeeper. Bookkeeper. Oh my gosh, do you know I went to school for bookkeeping? I never pursued it, because I'm not really into numbers that much, but I did work in banking, and so maybe I should look at that, right? <laughs> gosh, number six is life coach, life coach. I mean, somehow, some way, I feel like I'm right on the, the precipice of doing all of these things right, because I am a, you know, a weight loss coach, that's what I do. I am an astrologer, that's what I do. And um, I, I, you know, I give all this information like I'm doing right now. That's what I do. So life coach, there are certified life coaches and licensed life coaches. I'm more of a motivation coach, which doesn't mean you have to have a license or certification. You just have to establish a presence. Anyway, number seven is flip items from free markets and thrift stores. You know what? I feel like what is, why, why am I not rich? Do you know I had a book, a series of books that I had purchased back in the 90s. I swear it was in the 1990s when eBay first came out and they were showing how you can flip things and sell them on eBay. I didn't pay attention, stupid. I missed so much money. I should be a billionaire several times over. 
next is eight, create online stores with drop shipping. Create an online store with drop shipping. Drop shipping is a method where you can sell third party products from a drop shipping company without ever seeing or shipping the item. And when you make the sale, the product is shipped directly to the customer from the drop shipper. Your profit is the difference between what you charge your customers and what the drop shipping company charges you. I love it. Now, this is something else. I had books on drop shipping back in the 90s. I never did it again. I missed out on wonderful opportunities that millions of people are making money doing every day now. Um, also, number nine, I'm moving on because a lot of people do this, uh, you know, they, they uh, by the way, with the drop shipping, they list the, the products on eBay or on their websites. So just in case you wondered about that. Number nine is transcribe. You know, it's so funny. I, you know, it's a little bit different than proofreader but, or editing, but transcription is a big thing. Transcription, that's means someone is, you know, wants you to transcribe either what they're saying or a meeting or something like that. And this is a, a very big business. It's number nine on the list, transcribe. Number 10, virtual assistant, virtual assistant. You know, it's funny. I, I, years ago, again, I had, I remember once something like 10 virtual assistants when I first started uh, getting a real job. I didn't do it right because I didn't know what I was doing, but I was obviously on the right on like the, the cutting edge of what I needed to do. And I should have stuck with it. And I just want to give a shout out to uh, Re Rebecca Fine. <laughs> she was one of my first virtual assistants. 11, sell on Amazon the FBA program. And you know what? I'm glad that they put the FBA program there because there are several uh, uh, companies that uh, go around and say, join us. You know, we're Amazon. You can sell on Amazon and they're not really Amazon. So please be careful and that make sure you get an FBA program. Also, I had tried selling directly from Amazon without being in this FBA program. And what happens is if you don't get enough uh, traffic to your website, if you do it individually, they will shut you down and you won't be able to sell after, say, I think it's 90 days or 120 days. So I would only go directly without going through this FBA program uh, or some other third party, um, unless, you know, unless you know you get like 10,000 or 20,000 hits a month. They're very picky and I have gotten shut down three times with three different websites because they didn't get enough traffic to please Amazon. Now, I don't know how many other people have had this, but I have. And so definitely make sure you're in the FBA program. Number 12 is teach or tutor, teach or tutor. Um, my daughter has been doing a lot of uh, teaching or, you know, in a way, but teaching and tutoring is a great way to make money. It is number 12. Number 13 is owning and renting properties, owning rental properties. So that is a big thing. I, I you know, uh, for people, if you, I, I know several people who have gone into real estate to, so that they can do property rentals. Property rentals is a big thing. It's guaranteed money. You know that every month you're going to get 1300, 1500, 2000, whatever you're charging. And so it, it's a great way to make extra money, especially if you didn't, you know, if you bought it low and you're renting high. 
number 14 is in-home child care. Another thing I've done. <laughs> and I did that back in the 80s. But yes, in-home child care is actually number 14 on this list of 25. That tells me that this is a profitable way to make money. And anyone who has children in the, you know, 2000s now, you know that child care is like a thousand or more a, a month. There are some child care that's a thousand or more a week. So I do want you to understand that child care or in-home child care is a major, major business. Number 15, photography or becoming a photographer. Um, they had uh, a bunch of different ways that you could go about getting your, your, your work out there. But um, yeah, number 15 is photographer. Number 16, graphic designer. So if you're really good at making those designs, this is a good business for you. So graphic designer is number 16. Number 17, social media manager. I have done social media. Gosh, I started my Adrian OB banking helpers and my whole banking helpers in the beginning was a social media company. A lot of people see banking helpers and they think, oh, she's trying to go into a financial bank. Type of thing. No, banking helpers was the whole concept was to help you make bank. See, I'm black. That's the way I think. Anyway, <laughs> social media manager. And now look how big social media has become. And social media management. I was onto something once again, and I, you know, I just didn't. I dropped the ball somehow. I just out. I'm still doing it, but I can do it better. Number 18, become a travel agent. And that is huge. Working over at Black Women Promote, I have noticed a preponderance of travel agents. They are everywhere, selling you trips everywhere. And so becoming a travel agent seems to be a big deal. There are a lot of people who are into that right now. I personally am not so much into travel at this point, only because of all the problems that you know brown and black people are having with their passports. But it is a big business, and number 18 is travel agent. Number 19 is become and or, or interior design. Become an interior designer. Interior design. It's something I always wished I could do because some people have a knack for making beautiful spaces. And if you have a knack for making beautiful spaces, then interior design could be a very profitable business for you to get in. Now, I know there's training that is needed to become an interior designer, but it's more than worth it to do. Number 20, I thought was interesting. Number 20 is start a laundry business. Isn't that amazing? Whoever thought of that? I mean, that's something that you would think about from like the 1950s, starting the laundry business. But number 20 is start a laundry business is obviously something that works. And I can see why. One of the things I detest is having to lug my clothes either over to my daughters or lugging them down two flights of steps to the, to the uh, laundry downstairs. And so um, I can see if someone just came over and picked up my laundry, I would love that and bring it back fresh and you know, done and yeah, that would be wonderful. In fact, if I'm, if I am honest, well, I'm, I'm not even going to tell that story. Number 21, sell on Etsy. You know what? I've never got into Etsy, but I know a lot of people who are into Etsy. So if you're someone who is naturally creative and you're able to make things on your own, like buttons and shirts and flowers and all kinds of different things like that, 
Um, well, Etsy's great because they let you sell your little creative ideas right there on Etsy. So why not do it? Uh, number 22 is become a freelancer and they suggested that you try Upwork and you know I have thought about it and in fact I'm a member of Upwork. This is yet another thing <laughs> that I put myself into and have not followed through on to make the money. So yes, become a freelancer and try Upwork. Upwork is wonderful. I am a part of that. Number 23, research studies like respondent user interviews and Vindale Research. Again, I believe I am a part of Vindale Research and responded. I have not participated in a while. I need to get involved in that because this obviously helps to make money. Research studies actually earn money. It's number 23 on the list. Number 24 is Upvoice panelists. I'm not familiar with Upvoice, but I definitely want to get involved in it. And they, because when you become an Upvoice panelist, you can earn up to $75 or more just on the information that you have to share. My goodness, get involved with Upvoice and become an Upvoice panelist. 25, wow, I can't believe they said this, but there is a US government program out there right now that is paying people money, actual money to lose weight. So lose weight for money. What bothers me about this um, and why I'm angry now <laughs> is I just lost 300 pounds. I still am like 200 something. So I can still lose weight, but the idea that I lost 300, I, I mean, I would have won. Right. <laughs> anyway, I just thought this was all so very interesting. And um, I wanted to share these 25 top jobs because, well, I mean, if you're not doing one or if you're looking for a way to make money and you have these abilities or you could do one of these things, why not? Right. So I'm going to go ahead and save that. I hope you like that. Well, I just realized that, yeah, it's got the top of my head, but I, I now that it doesn't have me. It, it just has like a head. I look like Max Hedrum. I didn't realize that. Sorry, you guys. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> let me pull up. Uh, let's see what I've got here. Let's see if I can even find some of the things I wanted to do. It has been really kind of weird with me trying to get some of these done. And I don't know how many of them I've actually gotten done. And so I'm a little bit frustrating, uh, frustrating, frustrated by it because I don't know what I've done and not done there. So that's, I'm not even sure I'm gonna pull that up. I've got so many things I wanna do, but I don't think I'm gonna do them today. Um, so instead, what I'm going to do is this, I've, you know, I've, I've written down a lot of different things and I, I found, and I trying to remember who gave me or where I found this. Can I find this? I think this came from a lady. Oh gosh, what is her name? I was supposed to give, I think her name is Kat. And she um, talks about um, building your self-esteem up after you've been um, uh, in an abusive relationship. Like a lot of people who have come out of uh, abusive relationships, whether the person's narcissistic or psychopathic or sociopathic or just an abuser, um, you know, it's, it's 
we have to rebuild ourselves. We have to rebuild our entire identities a lot of times because we've given up our a lot of our power to our partner for sometimes many years. In my case, I had been with him for five. And so um, there was a declaration of personal independence that um, she shared. And I wanted to share that uh, with all of you. And I trying to, I want to say her name was Kat Dunleavy or Dunleavy. I don't remember her last name. Sorry, Kat. But she is a blonde, I think, or like, like a chestnut brown, I think her hair is pretty lady. Anyway, let's do this declaration of personal independence. Okay. My declaration to myself is to create myself as a character of love and joy. I will love myself for who I am. And I love others for who they are. I will have compassion for my own well-being and for the well-being of others. I will live my life with integrity and present others with, or yeah, and present others with honesty and truth. I will respect myself, my beliefs, and my boundaries, and respect those of others. I will give myself the recognition I deserve for my efforts and do the same for others. I will allow myself to have that connection, knowing everything is beautiful and as it should be. I will be authentic in every way and be it with love, allowing other people to do the same. I will be reliable to my mind, body, and spirit, staying true to what my body needs. I will guide others to do the same. I will remain whole, centered, balanced, keep it real, and show others how to do the same. So this is my personal declaration of independence that I'm pretty sure I got from Kat, and I am sharing this with all of you so that you may also know these wonderful words of this declaration of personal independence so that you can set up your own boundaries and know and respect yourself and recognize what you deserve. Okay? All right. So we got that one done and there was something else I think I wanted to share. Now, I know I had did this the other day, but I swear I lost this. So if I did, I'm going to go ahead and say it again. I got this information from Eva Gregory, who is a spiritual entrepreneur. And she had written something called Don't Make the Same Mistakes in Business Twice. I believe I did this the other day, but I don't remember uploading it. So I'm going to do it really quickly. And this is for spiritual entrepreneurs, okay? Now, spiritual entrepreneurs who successfully learn from their mistakes wind up being highly successful. Those that repeat them struggle. So imagine how different your business would be if you never made the same mistake twice. <laughs> so below are eight mistakes that successful people learn from rather than repeat. Okay, so once you learn it, learn it once and don't repeat it. 
I think I have repeated some of these, but I'm not going to do it again. Okay. So number one is successful people avoid making excuses. Excuses are preparations for failure, and an excuse is a justification to quit or fail. No one will resolve your challenges for you, so take responsibility and do the best that you can. Number two is fail to have an objective. Having a business without specific goals is a random experience. Unfortunately, without a direction, your business will tend to get worse rather than better. So have specific goals or expect to be disappointed. What are your goals in business right now, by the way? I mean, do you have them written down? What do you think you'll accomplish over the next six months if you don't have any goals, if you haven't written it down? So stop now, create three to five goals that you can accomplish over the next six months and make these goals achievable goals that you know that you can actually accomplish if you put your mind to it. Number three is fail to have a plan. So if you have a goal, you must have a plan for achieving that goal. One isn't much good without the other. So avoid hoping and wishing that your goals are going to come true on their own because they're not. Okay. Have a plan, have a goal, and make that plan help you reach that goal. Number four, successful people don't repeat their mistakes. Most of us make the same mistakes repeatedly. Like we just don't learn, right? I think I'm beginning to learn, but some of us, this is common, so don't feel guilty. Uh, whether it's making a poor choice in hiring, overspending, or trying to gain new customers through effect, ineffective means, people are creatures of habit. We do the same things over and over again. So make your habits effective behaviors. You know, if you're going to have a habit, make it a good habit, right? So this will be very positive. So instead of an ineffective behavior, a positive, effective behavior. Number five, expect others to change. It's easy to change your own attitudes, beliefs, and be, or is it easy to change your own attitudes, beliefs, and behaviors? And if you went to change, consider how hard it would be to change somebody else. So if you can't change yourself, why do you think you're going to change somebody else? They don't want to change. America because they want to keep you at a certain level. You know, the glass ceiling is real. And so we start to believe that the only thing that we deserve is what someone else tells us what we deserve to make in a year. But that's not true. We deserve what we earn and what we're capable of earning in a year. And so if you're living at your highest capabilities and at your highest, at your highest good, you're going to be earning a hell of a lot more than you probably would have if you were working for someone else. So when in reality, we do control our future and we do control our finances. So do not stop believing in yourself. Do not be institutionalized into, you know, corporate America. Stop believing, uh, you know, stop believing that you don't have what it, you need or what it takes uh, to be a success. You have everything you need. Um, do not allow someone else over time to tell you that you're not worthy because you are. Let no one else tell you how worthy you are. You are worth exactly what you say you are worth. Exactly. If I told you I wanted to charge you $10,000 in order to get the information that I have to provide, that's how much I'm charging. $10,000. Now, you know, rea 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 <laughs> realize this. This is reality, Okay. A lot of times we shortchange ourselves. We don't even charge as much as we should or could because we're not used to getting paid what we're worth. And we're used to other people telling us what we're worth. You tell yourself what you're worth. 
So I'll refuse to allow anyone else to put their self-doubt and negativity on you. I refuse to allow anyone to put their self-doubt and negativity on me. I believe I am a bomb diggity diva and no one's going to tell me otherwise, okay? So refuse to go in a place in your mind of self-doubt and refuse to get in that stuck place. Escape the stuck place if you're in it, okay? Work on your affirmations every day. Work on bettering yourself every day. Work on building yourself up every day. Work on telling yourself how worthy you are and how much you, you know, how the best in this world is due to you. Work on telling yourself that every freaking day because you are deserving. You can escape the stuck place and you are worthy. All right now. Get me preaching. <laughs> that was beautiful. I love that. Okay, you guys. So we have finished escaping the stuck place, which, you know, I kind of built that around a speech that I heard from Kat Dunn. I love Kat Dunn. Love that woman. Anyway, let's see. I, I did have something from Rashida. I don't know if I did it already. Hold on here. He uh, might have, uh, I might not have that. I, let me see if I can find what I had. I might have already said what I, I think I already did the Rashida one with you guys, I think. This is what happens, because I can't remember if I even worked on Thursday. So I'm gonna go ahead and, and do this, because I have a feeling I didn't. Sorry, if I did it, then we're doing it twice, because I think that whenever I, I love Rashida. You guys have no idea. <laughs> She's like, a, I like the sister I never had. Okay. So, okay. Let me, um, let me find the right one. thought I taped it. Maybe I didn't tape it. I don't know why. Because I we just had a thing with her the other day. Wait a minute. I know where I, I know what I did. I know what I did. I wrote it down. Okay. I wrote it down here. My virtual hypnosis. Oh, wait. No, no, no. That's something else I'm doing the virtual hypnosis. Wait. But I know I wrote down what Kat, uh, Kat Rashida said. Cats thinking about me. Uh, da, 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 da. You know, it's funny. I didn't take many notes from what Rashida said. I didn't. Because you know why? You know why? Because Rashida, I was so impressed when I did this discovery session with her, um, I was more impressed by her countenance. Um, she always had a beautiful countenance. Rashida always did from the beginning. I met her like five years ago. And we had started out in our businesses at the same time. I had started a weight loss business. She had started the mindset business. And, um, you know, I had no idea about um, NLP or mindset or any of those things. And now here I am about to go into a business doing that with someone it's a long story but anyway 
So she was uh, talking about um, all along these things that everybody is talking about now. And I almost feel like they all got the information from Rashida because she's the first person other than Abraham Hicks and um, Catherine Ponder. She, you know, I don't remember um, many people um, thinking this way, Louise Hay and people like that. So here's some of the notes that I managed to get out of the meeting that Rashida had with us the other day. And, um, and then I'm going to go ahead and end because I've been running my mouth for the longest time and I will cut these all down and make, you know, several videos out of it. So one of the things that she said, and I'm going to share this with you guys because I feel like this is so vital and I want to say it in my own words to myself so that I hear it and so that I get it and so that it makes sense to me on a deeply internal level. Okay. But money, money is a feeling. Money is a feeling. I've always thought money is energy. And yes, it is. Money is energy, but money is a feeling. Money is a feeling. I never knew that. When you think or feel, when you feel a certain thing, when you feel a certain thing, you're manifesting that thing. So when you feel beautiful, and if you start feeling beautiful long enough, you'll begin manifesting beauty. You'll become more beautiful. When you feel thin, let's say in my case, I was 500 pounds, but I started feeling thinner. I started feeling like I could dance and I lost 300 pounds. Money is a feeling and just about everything else starts with the feeling. So remember, just like everything else, money starts with the feeling. Money is a feeling, the feeling. I deserve more. I deserve this. It's a feeling. I feel that I'm worth more. I feel. I feel that I deserve better. I feel that I can do this. I feel that I can start this company. I feel that I'm worth a million dollars. I'm worth a million dollars. I'm worth $10 million. I feel that I'm going to be a billionaire. It's a feeling, okay? It starts as a feeling. I feel that I am worth more. I feel that I am becoming a legend. I feel that I am becoming a success in all that I do. It is a feeling. So see yourself. Ah, the feeling has to grow. Okay. The feeling has to grow that you are worthy and that you deserve whatever it is that you deserve. This is about money consciousness, okay? And I, uh, wow, I just manifested that check I showed you earlier, right, from that lawsuit. <laughs> so it's a beautiful thing, okay? The manifestation of the feeling of getting what it is. If you start feeling and making those feelings grow, it's you're building and getting closer toward the manifestation of those things. And just the other thing um, that I have wrote down is learning that you are worthy. 
learning or getting that feeling of worthiness because a lot of us aren't getting where we need to go because we feel somehow that we're unworthy to get where we need to go. Like um, we might have, I, okay, let me stop. Okay. And, and I'm going to say this. Okay. So on my, um, on my, um, oh, what did they call that? My, uh, my dream board on my dream board. I've got uh, several statements, several statements that talk about the amount of money that I'm going to make. For at least four years, maybe five that I know of, I've had, I make $90,000 a month. And um, a lot of people think that making $90,000 a month is like such an impossible dream. Um, but I make $90,000 a month. I mean, in, in, in the vortex, right? I don't make it yet, but in the vortex, I've already made $90,000 a month. The funny thing is I've been having that thing up on, you know, in my house for months, years, actually, my dream board hasn't really changed. I'm going to change it by the way, because I had other dreams to go to England and be with my husband and I'm not going to, I guess that's not going to happen. But anyway, I'm going to, um, I guess, I guess the point I'm trying to make is my daughter got close to that. I'm I mean, she didn't get to 90, but I'm just saying there is no impossibility here. You understand what I'm saying? When you tell yourself you're going to make 90,000 a month, that's a feeling and you got to believe it. First of all, if you plan it, you see it, you believe it, and you're working toward the plan, you're going to get there. I believe that. It may just be little things that you're doing along the way and you don't even realize it. Like my daughter couldn't believe when she built out her five figures two months in a row like that. Um, but, and, and not saying that they all paid her on time. I'm just saying, but she did do her billings and they were, you know, very high. The thing is, is being aware that you're, you're worthy of that. I'm worthy of the 90,000 a month. See, and that's the thing. There, there, I can see that the reason I didn't get to my 90000 a month yet is because somewhere deep inside of my brain, I was thinking, oh, I'm not already at 90000 a month. But now I'm looking at it differently. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. 90000 a month is only a million a year. I'm trying to be a decamillionaire. I'm getting more than 90000 a month. I want 900000 a month. See, you, it's a mindset. I grew up in a life where $90,000 a month didn't seem possible. And definitely I grew up in a lifestyle where $900,000 a month didn't seem possible. But these things are possible because there are companies and people who are doing this every single month. Right? So if they can do it, why not me? Why not you? There's nothing that that person, those people have that you don't possess. Don't say it's age or youth or beauty or education because some of the richest people in the world don't, don't even have more than a college or high school education. It's a feeling. I, I, I have actually been in situations where people look at me as though I'm intimidating and I'm like, but I, I, I wow. And it's a feeling. It's something I, I come in and they go, oh, who is that? Or who does she think she is? Or that, that I get that too. 
Well, who is that? Who is that? People will come up to you, they think you're somebody famous. Yeah, people stop me on the street. What do you do? Are you a performer? It has nothing to do, you know, it's not that I'm, I'm extra beautiful or anything, or I look like Beyonce. It's that I, there's a feeling that I'm carrying within myself that somebody else is seeing. Whatever that feeling is, it starts with the feeling. So just knowing that you're worthy just because you're alive. That was the other thing she shared. I love that. You're worthy just because you're here. You're worthy just because you're living. You're worthy just because you're a human. You're worthy just because the universe created you. You are as worthy as anyone else who is worthy on this earth. There's nothing that makes you less worthy than any other worthy person. You are worthy. Anything else that's achievable can be achieved by you because you, if, once you put your mindset to it, right? So just know that as long as you are alive and as long as you're here on this earth, you have a right to be who you are and to live at your highest good and, you know, and to live in your highest feeling of success and achievement. And if others can't accept that, they can either take you or leave you. But, you know, hey, you're, you got to do you. You may lose friends. You may lose. I just lost my husband. I, and and, and I, I never thought that, you know, one of the reasons that I could have lost him is because I was trying to become successful and he was feeling that he wasn't. But one of the last things the man ever wrote to me was, I see you're so, or I wish, I wish you continue success in your career or something of that effect. In other words, it, it almost felt like he was saying I put my career before him, which maybe I did. And maybe that was a smart thing. Look, he's gone. My career is still here. <laughs> right? Don't let anyone guilt you. Don't let anyone shame you. They have to take you or love you the way you are because you, you know, once you know who you are and you're in your feeling and you know you're, you're exhibiting positivity, then keep exhibiting positivity and stay on your positive road. Um, one of the things that uh, she also mentioned was to go out in nature. And you know what? It's so funny. I don't go outside very often. I need to do that more. I keep telling myself I'm going to start walking up and down my street. I haven't done that. I'm going to start doing it. Um, we are being used. Ah, that was another line she said. I never thought about it, but I, I'm implementing it into my mindset in every way now that I am being used. I am being used by the universe. I am being used by, you know, higher consciousness. So all I have to do is just to let the power flow through me and God will send me the people that I need that will, that, that this message is for. The, like if you're hearing this, whenever you hear this, and this is probably a strange concept, but whenever you're hearing this, if you're hearing this, the thing that the universe sent you or sent, sent me to create this video so that you heard it. It's eerie, but it's, you know, it's amazing. So do you, you know, uh, wow. It was saying that God would send me the people that I need. And I was thinking about my astrology business and how I would, you know, how I would go about doing it. And I said, I, do you need my help? I can help you. I am an astrology, uh, you know, uh, as astrologer. And I believe 
that God is sending you to me, I am being used by the highest source. And another thing, I think that's beautiful, by the way. And it's so funny, after I started doing this mindset, I went on to my astrology group and I offered tarot reading, well, card pulls, because I'm, I'm, I'm learning tarot, I'm getting better at it. And I did some card pulls. It ended up I had like five, six people, maybe 10, asked for it. So there were all these spirits that wanted my help and I didn't even realize it. So all coaches are spiritual. I mean, you can't just do it for the money. You, you can do it for the fun, um, but don't just do it for the money. Do it from a spiritual place. Do it because it's your calling. Um, so there is uh, another thing that she said was just to tell yourself, I am deserving of this. I am deserving of the best. I'm deserving of what I desire because I am breathing simply because I'm alive, simply because I'm breathing, simply because I am me. I am deserving of the best. Um, one of the other things she talked about was that a lot of um, us have things that we're carrying over from our childhood, things that happened in the past are affecting us as adults. And I realized that I was attacked as a child. Um, in fact, I was raped when I was only 18 months. So I started bringing in this uh, maybe abused or um, fearful uh, persona from a very early age. I, I've been through uh, hypnosis, I've been through regressions, I've done a lot of work on this so that I could get out of that because for many years, I, like I said, I was very overweight, 300 to 500 pounds or more. Um, and that of course is a sense, that's hiding, that's, that's protection, weight, loss, weight gain is a sense of protection. And so now I've got, I'm at a different place in my life and so I now tell myself different things like, I am safe. I am safe. I am safe. I am protected. I am deserving. I am safe. I am protected. I deserve to receive love unconditionally. And I do. I do deserve to receive love unconditionally with no conditions on it and a love that is, you know, fitting of the love that I also have to give back in return. Um, I can receive my good from anywhere. My good can come from any place, from any person, from anything, because the good is meant to be bestowed upon me and it is always on its way to me. Good is coming to me. And so I deserve that from any source. And just by being, allowing myself to be open and to be available, I can bring in and receive more. And I am deserving of goodness and of kindness and of love and of generosity only, simply because I'm alive, simply because I'm breathing. I deserve that. So let all worries go. Let your worries go. When you let your worries go, you'll make more money. You'll get more clients. And you'll be able to change your life, right? So start telling yourself positive things along the, you know, all day, every day. Tell yourself all day. 
positive things. It's the, the best way to get there is just to keep telling yourself all day positive things like, um, I easily attract clients. I easily attract my soul clients. I easily attract the people that I need to help. I easily attract the people who want to pay me for what I can do to help them. I easily attract people who can afford what I have to offer. I easily attract people who have more than enough to pay me what I ask for. Um, flow is opening my heart to receive. Flow is opening my heart to receive now, and I'm open to receiving financially what, what, I, what I deserve. I will be financially supported. I am financially supported in all things. I love receiving money, and I receive money on a daily basis from multiple sources. I am so grateful. I have gratitude for every good thing that has occurred in my life, and I am worthy of all the good things that have occurred. I have this amount in my bank account. I have $90,000 a month in my bank account, and I can take that money and I can save it and I can use it in ways to help other people achieve their dreams as well. I am so grateful that I have all this money flowing to me. I am grateful for all the money that flows to me on a daily basis. I am grateful for money that comes to me from sources I knew not of. I am grateful for money that flows into my bank account every single day, week after week, year after year. I am a financial success and I am successful in all that I do. I am grateful that I have money flowing to me now and I feel this energy flowing toward me. I am staying in gratitude in all things. I will write my book and I will deserve the price that I ask for for my, my products and services. Everything is a feeling and I feel that I deserve what I ask for on my prices. I keep my feelings at ease and peaceful at all times. People pay high vibrational people so they can fix their own energies. So vibrate at a high vibration. And when you do, people will pay you what you're worth because they want you to help them fix them so they can vibrate at a high vibration too. Transform your energy. Transform your own energy because I'm transforming my own energy so that I can help to transform the lives of others. So when you transform your own energy and make your own energy a positive energy, you then have that energy, that ability to go help transform the lives of others. Helping and uplifting is my life calling. Helping is uplifting. Helping and giving and uplifting and giving, that is a beautiful thing. You are divine creation. You are an expression of God. I am a divine creation. And I am an expression of God. And I am so grateful for the opportunity that has been given to me on all levels of this life to do the things that I love to do and to share them with the people that I get to share them with. This has been an amazing night. And I'm really grateful that I had an opportunity to go through all these things and talk about them. I guess it's been an hour, so I'm going to go ahead and stop this. But 
Thank you so much for uh, liking and listening and subscribing, uh, you know, wherever you see this. And may your light shine. May you get in your flow and realize that you are deserving of all the things that your heart desires simply because you're breathing, simply because you're alive, simply because it is your birthright. Okay? All right. Well, this has been Adrian Obi. Adrian, I go over to Adrian Obi, Capricorn Tigress. Uh, of Adrian OBHQ and astrology look inside and get me a real job, get me a real career, banking helpers, never quit mine, 90 cash days, and all the multitude of things I do to get out and make money and reach out to all the spirits and souls that are supposed to come to me for their help and assistance. I thank you all for taking the time to listen tonight. Much love and light to everyone. Blessings. You can't change others. Okay? People only change when they want to change. You can't change other people because you want to change them. Just know that. Number six, choosing comfort over progress. Now, I'm guilty of this. I know I talked about it when I talked talked about this last time. But comfort is vital to me. So choosing comfort over progress can be devastating. The most important thing is to progress from where you are to point A to point B to point C, all the way up to point Z, okay? So don't choose comfort over progress. That's not a good thing. Perhaps the largest mistake of those who struggle in business is a tendency to place short-term comfort over long-term advantages. So this is a very ineffective way to deal with business or life in general, okay? Comfort is not going to help us get where we have to go. I, I can tell you that. I didn't want to come out here and do this tonight. It took me forever. Look how late I was. But I had to do it because I want to make progress. And I had things I want to say. Number seven is not playing to their strengths. So most successful people take full advantage of their strengths at every opportunity. While it's admirable to work on your weaknesses, most successful people choose to avoid them altogether. <laughs> I am developing this, right? I know I'm overweight. I choose I choose to avoid that, ob that obvious thing. You know, I might not be perfect, but I choose to avoid that obvious thing. I might not be absolutely rich. I don't got my eight figure yet, but I choose to avoid that. And this is how you're going to get there, right? You play up to your strengths. And, and you know, it's important to know that you can't be good at everything. You're not, but you have talents, right? You have things that you can do. So use your talents and strengths as much as possible and play up to your strengths. <laughs> Number eight is ignoring the little things. And my goodness, I'm just learning to do this. It is the little things that will derail your efforts. So it's easy to try to ignore the seemingly mundane details, but those details can make all the difference in the end. You must take a look at everything. It might be a little thing at first, right? You might say, oh, well, that, that, that doesn't make much difference. I don't really need to spend time on that. But that little mountain, that little anthill is going to become a snowball that could come crashing down and destroy everything that you built. So don't ignore the little things. Everything is vital. Make sure you take care of your business. 
So make use of your mistakes, learn from them and decide how to avoid them in the future because business success is yours when you learn from your mistakes and you don't repeat the same errors over and over again. So what are the major mistakes that you've made repeatedly? And why do you think you keep repeating them? I mean, do you uh, lack awareness of your mistakes? Because I know that can be true. A lot of us just simply lack awareness. We don't know what the right thing is, so we keep doing the wrong thing, thinking that if we keep doing the wrong thing, as long as we're working, it's gonna get us to where we wanna go. And that is not true. You can keep doing the wrong thing and you're just gonna keep being wrong. So the most important thing is to find out what the right thing is, figure it out, and then do that right thing again and again and again. Now, examine the challenges in your business and ask yourself why they occurred. Why did these challenges pop up this week? Why did that girl curse me out? No, 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 I didn't have that this week, thank goodness. But ask yourself why they occurred. What could you have done differently to avoid those challenges? And is it worthwhile to spend time each week just reviewing the past week. I know some people who do that. They take an hour or so reviewing everything they did right, wrong that past week so that they can do it better the next week. So determine your mistakes and ensure that you don't repeat them. And watch how quickly your business shifts and you start to make money. I love this. Wonderful. And also peace of mind. Because sometimes you can make money, but you don't have peace of mind. And sometimes you can have peace of mind, but you're not making money. The thing is to make both of these things work in tandem with each other. So I hope this was helpful. And thank you, Eva Gregory, for those wonderful eight tips. I'm definitely implementing them in my life. And I hope the rest of you who hear this implement those into your life as well. Okay, so that was uh, Don't Make These Mistakes Twice. Okay, so I'm glad that I did that. And let's see if there's anything else that I wanted to read or get to you information before I move on to the next thing. Let's see. Oh, I'm already at 810. Wow. So let's see. We did the tried and true business ideas, Eva Gregory Declaration. Uh, oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. So this is so funny because this is information that I've got. Oh, I'm, I must not have finished it. I wonder why I didn't. I just it stops with understanding your. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to uh, kind of go over this, and I'm going to do it as as close as I did. This is coming. Well, the basis of what I'm about to talk about is coming from another cat, and this cat is someone I wanted to talk about anyway because she's one of my uh, co ambassadors at Black Women Promote, and bless her. I I think both she and I, and I don't know of any other of. Uh, you know, the women in the group, but we had applied for Oprah Winfrey's. Um, she's got a new show coming on OWN and um, it's uh, helping entrepreneurs specifically, I believe black female entrepreneurs, it might just be female entrepreneurs in general, but helping female entrepreneurs to get to their seven or eight figure incomes and, you know, to, to really boost up what they're doing and to get on focus and to get on target. And of course, who wants to be taught by anyone greater than Oprah? My God, I had just said in a group, someone had asked, you know, who do you want to mentor you? And I had said Oprah. And then my friend Kat comes on and says that she was actually selected to go on to Oprah. So I wanted to share something that Kat had shared uh, probably a, about a month ago, I think. I'm not sure. About a week ago, I think. 
Anyway, her name is Kat Dunn, and she's wonderful. She has a group on Facebook, and she is going to be on Oprah's show. So one of the things that she had talked about was the stuck place, escaping the stuck place. It's like the sunken place, right, in that one movie. <laughs> and so a lot of us don't realize when we're in the stuck place or you know, like the sunken place, when we're in that stuck place, that we're in that stuck place. We're, we're in it and we don't know that we're in it. Oh my God, I stayed in it for five years, I'm telling you. So the thing is, you have to be weary of going into uh, your mind uh, into self-doubt. Now this might, I'm sorry, this might not be Kat. This might be my friend Rashida Gay. I'm so sorry. I have a couple of mentors, I admit it. I admit it. I love mentors. I love you all women. I love you, Rashida. I love you, Eva. And I love you, Kat. And I love you, Kat Dunn. I love you all. All my mentors. I love you all. Because these women are wise. So I, it might be Rashida Gay that said this about the stuck place. And it might be Kat Dunn who said it. I can't remember which one because their mindsets are so unfocused. I love both of these women. So anyway, it says, be weary of going into your mind to self-doubt. Be wary of that. It's easy, right, to go into self-doubt. As I grow and as your business grows or as your desires or your ambitions grow, your mind will play tricks on you. My mind has played tricks on me. And no matter how successful you become, your mind will continue to play tricks on you. Like, don't think because you got to your million dollars or your two million dollars or your multi, you know, I'm, I'm a decamillionaire, that the doubts, self-doubt is gonna go away. Self-doubt doesn't go away. I still get nervous sometimes, even before I do my live shows. I get more nervous for a group of 10 or 15 people than I do for a group of 1,000 people. So this is what I'm saying. Self-doubt will constantly want to creep in and tell you that, oh, what you're doing, it's not right for you. And that, um, there, is, that there, there is someone else other than me that, that can do it better or that it's meant for someone else other than me and that I'm just fooling myself in some way. Um, so if you're not careful about this kind of stuff, okay, as you're doing stuff, as you're doing things that you've never done before, because every time you do something that you've never done before, that's when self-doubt is going to come in, okay, because you've never done it before, right? Self-confidence is built from doing something successfully over and over and over again, well, if you've not done it successfully over and over and over again, then your self-doubt about your ability to do it successfully will continue to creep in. So if you're not careful as you're doing things uh, that, you've, that you've done before, be careful of letting your mind um, go to the place of self-doubt for too long. Okay, don't go to that. Um, like when you feel the self-doubt coming, just stop it and go stop. I ain't down with the self-doubt is I know I am worthy. I know I am on target. I, you know what I mean? You have to fight your own mind. So no matter how big I get, I will always have to decide if I will let my self-doubt get in the way of my continued growth. And so will you. So you have to have a plan for when self-doubt comes in, it tries to take over because it will. 
it will. And it, I know, okay, personally. So think first about the people that you're called to serve. This is how you fight it, right? How you fight it is instead of thinking on yourself and on your problems and on the thing that may be causing your self-doubt, think first about the people that you're called to serve. Think of them and them probably only. Like if someone reaches out to you, then you know that you've got to get to that person, you've got to help that person, or you made a commitment to that person, or that you just want to help them. So think about the people that you're called to serve. And think about how blessed you are. I feel like how blessed I am to play a role in their journey. I think about the people I'm called to serve. I think about how blessed I am to play a role in their journey. I think about how I'm just a, like I am a channel that, that help get them the information that the universe wants me to provide to them. So whatever information that comes to my mind, I know that I'm being given that information so there's someone out there that needs that and that I'm just a channel to give them the information that they really need to hear. Um, so also think about uh, of what uh, what they've come from, like the people that I'm, I'm called to serve, the people that I'm helping. Think about what those people have gone through and what and, and where they're going. And, 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 and so if you can put yourself into the position or, or the, the, the thought or mindset of the person that you're helping, it will definitely help you to get over your own self-doubt about what you're doing. So even though I'm still getting there, it's really important to celebrate where I am and, and the accomplishments that I've been able to achieve. And, you know, it's okay to celebrate yourself, guys. I just want to say that. You know, I grew up in a family and I fight this, you know, I fight this even now and I'm in my 50s and I'm fighting this even now. But I grew up in a very large family. My grandmother had uh, 13, I think 15 kids overall, but 13 of them actually lived. And she had several children who had 12 and 13, 14 kids. And, you know, even my mother had five. And so we were, I grew up in this huge family where I had like over 120 um, cousins and, you know, second cousins and third cousins and aunts and uncles. I mean, this is a huge family. And so um, it was hard for me to celebrate what I was able to accomplish because in that family unit, I mean, you know, we were often told to shut up, sit down. Children are meant to be seen, not heard. No one wants to hear about your accomplishment. Don't brag on yourself. You just think you're special. Don't try to be too much. You're trying to be in the spotlight. All of that, all of that. It was almost like it was conspiring to keep you down. It was that whole crab in the book, you know, in the bucket thing. Now, I think most of our family, they, they went off to achieve things, but that's still in me. That's still in me that there's something uh, in me that shouldn't strive to be better than I, I was, you know, or who I am or that I'm being bougie or that I'm, you know, whatever that is. And so we've got to fight that. We've got to fight that. Um, it's, it's okay to celebrate your accomplishments. It's okay to say you're, 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 you're good at what you do. It's okay to celebrate yourself and to give yourself a pat on your back. To hell why people would think you're being vain. Why not? It's a hell of a lot better to be confident about yourself and to be a little vain than to put yourself down all the time and be so miserable that no one wants to be around you. So look, tell the truth about yourself. Do not lie to yourself. Okay, I'm not saying lie to yourself. Tell the truth about yourself. Tell the truth about who you are. 
And that means telling the truth about your accomplishments and your success as well. Sometimes we're, we're actually fantastic people and we tell ourselves we're not. Don't do that. Because if you're great, you're great. And nothing, no one can stop your greatness because you are who you are. You are what you are. The lies are self-doubts, okay? Comparisons. Um, just stuff like that. First of all, just refuse. Put your foot down when you feel it coming on. Refuse to allow yourself to go there to that negative place. Do not compare yourself to others. Do not put yourself down. Do not lie to yourself. Fight yourself doubts. You are perfect the way you are. You are the way Heavenly Father made you, the way the universe made you. You are, you know, the, the truest expression of what, um, of, of perfection. To think you are the truest expression of perfection. That's amazing. I was just looking here and I could see how, you know, my arm hangs because, you know, I lost 300 pounds. And so when I look at that, I'm like, oh my gosh, look at my arms. Look at this. You know, I know I need surgery, you know, whatever. But my gosh, I lost 300 pounds. That's my own perfection. I'm not going to put myself down for that. And that's what I'm talking about. Stuff like this. These lies are the self-doubts that we Tell ourselves, stop telling yourself lies. Stop putting yourself down. Don't compare yourself to others. Refuse to let yourself go there. You know, pivot your mind, pivot your thoughts. And, and, and it's so weird, like on a dime, something, I, this, I think this was Rashida who was talking, because now that I think about it, when she was saying it, it was like when she said, pivot your thoughts, pivot your mind. I think that's why I wrote it down. Because when you pivot on a dime like that, like suddenly you're thinking, you catch yourself saying something negative, like, oh, look at my arms. Like I was just saying, oh, look, look at this, you know, I, like I, I look like I'm flying. Oh, no. Fix that. Go, I lost 300 pounds. This is my success. I'm proud of what I've done. You know what I mean? Pivot your mind, your thoughts, when it seems too tough or when it, uh, people are moving faster than you are um, and you start putting yourself down and you're like, wow, I did that. Why didn't, why didn't I make money doing that? Why wasn't I successful at that? Don't do that, okay? Don't do comparisons. Don't do it because we're all on our own journey. We're all on our own timeline. We're all getting to where we need to get to and doing what is meant for us. And if it's meant for us, we will get it done. There's no need to compare yourselves. Someone might be faster than you. Someone might be slower than you. But it doesn't mean they're not as good as you or you have to even worry about that because that has no bearing in any of the things that you're doing. Okay? So don't allow yourself to sit around and wallow in self-doubt. Just don't do it. Refuse to go there. Because everyone still gets faced with the demons that tell them lies. Everyone. I mean, you know, think about it. Think about it. Michael Jackson it was probably the most famous name in the world, yet that man had to put himself to sleep with profanol. No one escapes this. I want you to understand this. It is our mind that helps us to escape these things, these self-doubts, these fears, these pains, these lies, these lies that the demons tell you. 
So I refuse to go there because everyone gets faced with the demons that tell the lies. And the truth is that you are amazing at what you do. I am amazing at what I do. I am brilliant. I just need more people to know about it. <laughs> I am brilliant and so are you. I just need more people to know my truth and believe in me and believe in my truth. And I must, you know, I can use my amazing brilliance that I have developed and that I've created and mastered and honed to fill up my own bank account. Okay, and you can do the same too because most do not know any better. Okay, so wow, when the opportunity comes, or when the yeah, when the opportunity comes, do what you want to do, do what you want to do, or it, it turns into a burden. Do what you want to do. If you don't do what you want to do, it turns into a burden, right? Do what you want to do. What is it you want to do? Do what you want to do. Okay? All right. Uh, let me see here. Um, a lot of times we do not want to do the things that make us the most money. This was Cat. I realized when I said this that this was Cat. <laughs> Rashid and Kat, their minds, man. These women are so on point. It was Kat. It was Kat, the course builder. Because it's she said here um, something that she, I realized it was Kat when it's, she says, because um, it was something about building courses, and I realized this was probably Kat. So, uh, but she's true, what she was saying. A lot of times we do not do the things that we that we do the things that we want, but we don't do the things that will make us the most money. And I know this to be true. I, I want to be an astrologer. I have been an astrologer. I love doing astrology. I do it well. I've got, I mean, it's growing very quickly. I've got um, my followers. I've got my YouTube channel. I got my Instagram, which I need to go in there and actually post things on my Facebook. I'm doing stuff with my astrology, but I have other skills. And I do have other websites, like I have my Get Me a Real Job. And that's a multi-billion dollar industry. Why am I not purpose, why am I not feeding the, the website more that is the multi-billion dollar industry? Um, I know astrology makes millions too, but you know, everyone will always have companies and jobs to fill. And there will always be employees looking for new jobs. And so I am a little bit, when I, I think this is why I saved her words was because I saw myself in them. I saw myself in these words. I've, I've got, you know, my multiple stream of income websites out there, but I've not renewed my business licenses on several and I've concentrated only on astrology, look inside. And I, I want to change that. I want to give the businesses that can create the most wealth equal time, if not more time than just the things that are giving me semi wealth. And we have to think and work smart. Instead, we work, you know, what feels most comfortable. And that's not always the wisest when it comes to money. So, um, uh, one of the things she also says that you have to let your past go because, uh, the thing is, though, the things that we experienced, and I, I, I am kind of just like, um, you know, this is just, I, 
I guess I probably just put down a, a what's the word? Um, you know, not everything she said. I just put down my interpretation of what she was saying. Okay, so I might be saying it a little bit differently than, than she said. I just interpret it. But um, uh, our past, the things that we've done, like my working at Career Builder for five years and, or, you know, through the newspaper and becoming like a number one salesperson and getting to go to Hawaii and meet the, the you know, creator, career builder and all that kind of stuff. I shouldn't let go of my past. The work that I did in corporate America, that is, that's part of who I am today. And, you know, sometimes we do that. We, we forget what we did in corporate America and then we do what we're doing online, but we have all these great skills that we can market and make all this money from because we learned it working in corporate America. And, and uh, I think a great example of being able to do this, my daughter did that. She took the, the information and the skills that she learned in the work that she did and created her own companies. And so you can do the same thing. And so the dots usually do not connect uh, uh, to uh, self-doubt and, and not appreciating the built brilliance that I bring into the world into the marketplace. I, I'm trying to. I think what is this is saying that do not connect to self-doubt. Okay, self-doubt is not getting you anywhere. Instead, appreciate the brilliance of what I what you bring into the world and into the marketplace because whatever it is that you bring to the table you bring that to the table and you can you are your your you are your own commodity so the dots usually do not um oh, excuse me i read that and do not uh right and start giving yourself credit where credit is due because corporate america does that you know, they don't necessarily give people credit where credit is due, and um, they don't value a certain level of expertise because they don't want to pay you for that certain level of expertise. But when you are your own business, you can charge what you want to charge, you can work with who you want to work with, and you can position yourself the way you want to position yourself in order to achieve your success. And I do love that, um, you know, that's the beauty of having your own business and getting out of corporate.